2: If your home was a train station for ghosts, ghosts coming in, ghosts leaving, you'd be pretty used to the ghosts, right? But what if one ghost came in that was so terrifying, it made you want to never see a ghost again? And what if that ghost wouldn't ever hop on the ghost train to leave?
0: Ooh, spooky. (laughs)
2: Hello, Haunted Loves. Welcome to Homespun Haint's Bonus Edition. I'm Becky. I'm Diana.
0: So have you been holding your breath since Monday morning?
2: <gasps> Wondering about John, the ghost that Lindsay saw? If you have not listened to that episode, go take a break. and Go listen to Buckwheat Man's Gonna Get You, because in that episode, our guest, Lindsay Valenti, co-host of Ye Old Crime Podcast – Had so many stories to tell us. And then she got to the story that was the scariest. The one that was most brutal in her brain. And she said, I have yet to tell you about John. And then we cut it off like the evil ghost hostesses we are and said, ah, 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 you got to wait till Thursday to hear the rest. To be continued. So here we are. We are about to share with you Lindsay's experiences with John. But before we do, I had something very scary happen to me last night, Diana. Oh, wait, why is this not a decaversary? Oh, no, 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 no. Because it directly relates to to this episode. okay. I think I had a visitation from one of the ghosts that Lindsay shared with us. So do you remember, Diana, there was a bit of that episode where Lindsay tells us of how she woke up in the middle of the night and there was a woman kneeling by her bed in a wedding dress, crying, her shoulders shaking with tears. And Lindsay couldn't see her face because her back was to her. And at this point, Lindsay's getting kind of used to these ghosts showing up. So instead of running from the room like a normal person, she says, are you okay? And the ghost turns around and her face is covered in
0: blood. Why well, yes, Becky, I do remember that due to the absolutely horrifying TikTok video you made. Thank you so much. I will never be able to unsee that. Well, you might have to because I had to take it down. It was too much for TikTok? No, it was too much for the ghost. What? <laughs>
2: Yes, you might notice that that TikTok is no longer up if you did happen to see it. I did an absolutely horrifying TikTok audiogram of that very scene. uh,
0: Terrible, good, like good, terrible, like the worst, best video ever.
2: Apparently, the lady didn't like it. So yeah, I took that snippet Mm. of Lindsay telling the story and I put some imagery behind it of a bed and a woman crying in a wedding dress and of a bloody face Thank you, stage makeup, Adobe Stock photos, <laughs> all the things. So anyway, it was I thought it was pretty good. I was pretty happy with it. And almost as soon as I uploaded it, my nose started bleeding. But this was not a normal nose bleed. This was uncontrollable. And it would not clot. Oh my God, Diana. I It was horrible. It was horrible. It was coming out of my nose. It was coming out of my mouth. I was spitting up blood. I looked like a vampire. I My whole face was bloody. I felt it pouring into my ears. It was getting on the walls. My marble countertops are probably forever stained. There was blood everywhere. It was all over my face. It was all I could do is to lie down with just a paper towels on my face trying to sop it up. And this went on for four fucking hours. Hours, my husband is holy shit freaking out. He keeps saying we need to call a doctor. We need to call a doctor. I was like, I don't know what's wrong. Blood is like literally. I know what it's like to be a vampire. I swallowed so much blood because it kept coming out of my mouth. I'm like worried about losing blood, so I'm trying to swallow it back. I'm like, I don't know. Is it gonna like gonna reabsorb it through my stomach lining? I don't know how this works, but like, I just there's so much blood everywhere. My husband is afraid of the sight of blood, and oh my god. Just the mess alone. You know me. I'm like trying to clean up the blood and more is just spiriting. I look like a friggin Monty Python cartoon with just blood spiriting everywhere. I'm wondering when it's going to start coming out of my eyes. Cause like I said, I could feel it in my ears, like coming into my ears through my, my cavities and my nose. And finally around 11 o'clock last night, I was like, I can't handle this anymore. I don't know what is going on. And it occurred to me that this happened at the exact minute that I posted that video. So, I started, and I told my husband I was like, "It's going to get really weird in here. Just go play your digital chess game. just just ignore me. Joel of Dia Saluna Magic had sent me some Palo Santo, and so I went and I grabbed it, and I lit it on fire, and I ran around my room, smoking it out, going, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll take the video down if you just make this go away, and I mean, I'm doing this like with my head." horizontal, holding tissue with one hand with the Palo Santa with the other. I must have look really cute, it's trying not to catch things on fire because I can't see anything. I can't see anything because I got all this stuff on my face trying to sop up the blood. I lost so much blood, Diana. And I'm going around with the Palo Santa going, I swear, I'll take it down. I'll take it down. Please just make it stop. And I took the video down and it stopped.
0: <sighs> uh, so, got possessed. I think I got... <laughs> I don't know.
2: I did put the video back up on Instagram this morning just to see. And it's... And you're not bleeding yet? I'm not. So I, I'm i not, not from do the TikTok. outside at least. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I keep tasting blood in my throat, but it may just be like leftovers still draining. Sorry. I know oh. this is incredibly gross. I mean, it was just like, it was just a nosebleed. It was not just a nosebleed. This was... Weird. I've never had blood pouring out of my mouth like that before.
0: Yeah, that's just very, very disturbing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think this is going to stain my lips. Like, my teeth were red. Oh, my God. It's everywhere in the bathroom because I was trying to contain it. I went through an entire roll of toilet paper just trying to sop it up. And
0: my poor husband, he can't handle this stuff. Who can handle their loved one bleeding uncontrollably for hours? That's not something you're supposed to have to handle. That's crazy. That is something we
2: kind of do regularly as women.
0: But... Well, but uncontrollably is the operative
2: word. Yeah, I guess so. I I mean, we can't help it. It's not like we can just squeeze it and hold it in.
0: But some senators (laughs) think we can, but that's true. (laughs) Most of us know better. Yeah, that was weird. And the fact that it just stopped as you were smudging as you took the video down as soon as I took the video down. <gasps>
1: Dude.
0: Okay, we need to find out who this woman was.
2: Yeah, I think so. Because clearly she needs some help. And clearly she was not happy about me trying to profit, I guess, off of her pain. Maybe that's how she interpreted it. I was just trying to bring awareness, but I, I guess the video was a little too
0: close to home for her. In the story, Lindsay specifically said she didn't know where the blood was coming from. It was just on her face, down her throat, mm-hmm. and all over her front. But it definitely could have been coming from her mouth. Could have been, yeah. Based on the way Lindsay described it.
2: It was definitely coming from my mouth. Oh, I don't want to have to go through that again. That was rough. That
0: was really rough. Well, apparently the ghost doesn't have Instagram on her phone.
2: Yeah, no, she's just on TikTok. So whew, dodge that bullet. So, anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
2: As if that's not horrifying enough. All right. Let's bring you Lindsay's story about John. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very sure. Diana, Becky. Should we tell people about what we're doing when we're not telling ghost stories?
0: You mean trying not to get possessed?
2: No, 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 the other thing.
0: Oh, how we build phenomenal websites for small and medium sized businesses based on our decades of experience in the digital media industry? Yeah, 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 that part. Oh, no. Do we really want everyone to know that underneath our cool, spooky veneers, we're actually accomplished technical geniuses? Well, eventually they've
2: got to notice. I mean, we do a lot of websites for mom and pop service providers, but we've also worked with big guys such as Hasbro and Yamaha.
0: Yeah, maybe they don't know that we build bespoke websites from the ground up that are so amazing they'd make Satan himself choke on his own phlegm. I
2: know, but it might compromise our carefully cultivated spooky image we've got going on. Well, we build spooky websites
0: too. Just look at homespunhates.com good point i guess we shouldn't waste these kick-ass talents of ours perhaps we should tell people how they can take advantage of our dope web design skills for their own devious purposes
2: maybe point them to our corporate website theconceptspot.com
0: i guess that would be the first step for having them find the concept spot which is the totally amazing name of our digital design company
2: and the next step
0: Well, then hopefully they'll be blown away by our indescribable skills and email Becky at the dot com if they need a website or if they know someone who owns business, maybe they can pass that info to them after the show. That sounds really
2: good. Maybe we should slip that into our show notes.
0: But in the meantime,
2: let's tell some ghost stories.
1: The worst spirit that I encountered was John. And this was a very malevolent spirit. I had a feeling of dread. Like I could feel the moment he was in the room with me. I would just start sweating like cold sweat, full of dread. Like my heart's actually starting to accelerate as I'm thinking about him right now. He was tall, wore all black, had a mustache and a bowler hat. I want to say he looks a little bit like H. H. Holmes, but not as like chubby face if that makes sense like he had a very long lean face a very trim mustache well-kept mustache very dark beady eyes and he was just very angry you could feel all this rage emanating from him and i think i was about 16 or 17 when he first started manifesting in my house and in my room specifically I remember waking up one night, again in my day bed because I was super cool and I had a daybed when I was 16, and I turned over to face my window, because I had one of those recessed windows that my desk was kind of pushed into, and he was leaning against my desk, kind of like leaning back with his arms crossed and his legs crossed, just kind of looking down at me. But as soon as he saw that I had seen him, he stood up and walked very fast and stopped right next to my head by my bed. And I could feel him breathing over me. And it was just this wave of cold and anger. And I just started shaking. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was happening. And I remember being afraid to like even just cover up my face with the blanket. I was just frozen in fear. I remember just closing my eyes and just waiting for him to leave. I laid there for a long, long time. And then eventually I heard the creak of him walking away. I heard a creak as if he had moved his foot away to walk away. And then the oppressive feeling and the cold left. And a lot of his manifestations were kind of like power plays. Like, you know I'm here. You can feel that I'm here. And I'm going to make sure that you are as terrified as possible that I am here and watching you. There were several nights where I would hear him walking up and down the stairs outside my room. And he had very heavy footsteps. There were nights when he would walk up and down the stairs and then come into my room. And he would stand in the corner right next to the door. If I wanted to leave, I'd have to walk past him to leave my room. So it's like he was barring my exit from my own room. What a dick. He was, he was not a nice guy. There was one night where I'm not quite sure what had happened. I think it was something where my boyfriend at the time had been over in my room And when he left later that night, like as soon as the lights were off and I was in bed, John was there and he was very angry. And again, he was in the corner of my room by where the door was. And I remember locking eyes with him. And then all of a sudden it was like, like a panther had like leapt onto the bed. The bed actually jolted. When he jumped on the bed, like he was going to cage me in with his body. I couldn't even scream. I was so terrified. It's like when you hear about sleep paralysis, where people just, they're frozen, they can't move. It was like I could barely draw breath. I was so startled. And he was just right there, over top of me. And it lasted, it felt like forever. But it could have been as, as short as 30 seconds, a minute. But it felt like forever that like he was just encapsulating me in his angry presence. And it was after that, as soon as it like lifted and he went away, I just burst into tears and I was just like sobbing. I was just inconsolable. I didn't know what to do. I think my last encounter with him was I had gotten up early in the morning to take a shower before school because I was in show choir. And we had to be at school fairly early to practice before school started. And every time I would get out of the shower, I would always close the shower curtain behind me. So I had closed the shower curtain, I had my towel on, and I was brushing up my hair, looking in the mirror. And then all of a sudden, the shower curtain starts moving and opening on its own. So I like ran out of the bathroom and I'm yelling for my dad knowing he can't do anything because it's a ghost. What are you going to do to a ghost? But I was just so panicked. I didn't know what to do. And it was at that moment that I realized he could have been in there with me at any given time and I never would have known that he was in the bathroom with me. Oh, but just knowing that he was there enough to show himself and like, The one place that you're the most vulnerable is in the bathroom when you're naked. And I think that was one of the last encounters I had with him. I don't know what I did after that. I feel like I did something as simple as taking a big thing of salt and like put it around the house or something on the outside just to try to protect us. And I don't think I had any encounters with him in my room after that. I do remember when I would come back to visit when I was in college, for the first couple of years that I was in college, I wouldn't want to be alone in the living room downstairs by myself at night. And I fell asleep one time in the living room and I had had a dream where he was back and he was there. And I had been looking all over the house to try to find him, to get him to leave somehow. When I woke up, I looked over at the stairs and he was walking down the stairs when I woke up. After that was when I was like, I don't want to sleep over at my folks anymore when we come to visit. Cause it was like, he was just reminding me that, yeah, just because you don't live here anymore doesn't mean that I'm not still here. Oh dear. Wow.
0: See Becky, you said it was cool to have a sister that could corroborate your stories cause she could see them too. But if she had a sister that, couldn't see ghosts. She might have been able to convince her to switch rooms. That's true. Yeah. See.
1: true. I know that my sister had at least one encounter with him. And in that encounter, it was more of a sleep paralysis type of situation where she woke up and he was hovering over her bed, just looking at her. She couldn't move. She couldn't scream. She couldn't do anything. But then eventually when she was able to snap out of her paralysis or whatever... He just kind of left her room and she said when she got up to see where he went, he just went back into mine. Wow. This is
2: so fascinating. It's it's like your house was a train station, but this one decided to stay.
1: Mm-hmm. Rude. Even
2: after you left for mm-hmm. college. So were there more encounters after this or has it kind of shut off?
1: It's kind of waned over the years. I haven't experienced as much Paranormal activity as I used to. And I don't know if that's just because I ain't got no time for ghosts anymore or uh, if they just have decided I'm not as interesting to hang around anymore. And is
2: that something that you're grateful for or do you miss it?
1: Part of me misses it. Like it would be nice to connect with a spirit because that's something that I'd had for so long, for so much of my life. But at the same time, perhaps it's just not the right time yet. Maybe I need to be in the right circumstances for it to happen again. You have a
2: couple questions. Sure. About John. Sure. If that's okay. Yeah. Which, by the way,
1: how'd you know his name? I think it was something subconsciously where when he first appeared, in my mind, I'm just thinking, who are you? Like, who is this person? And the name John just came into my head. And it was a very, like, strong, like, John. And... Every time he would appear or I would hear him, I would think John. I don't know if he was projecting to me like this is my name because he needed me to know what his name was. It was always the only name that I ever thought of whenever he was around. It was just John.
2: Was he the last entity that you've seen?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting.
2: Maybe that could be some sort of events mechanism that your brain did. It was like, you know what? We've had enough. This was it. Closing for business.
1: Maybe. <laughs> it's entirely possible, yeah.
0: Those were great stories. Thank you so much for coming and telling us those. And Becky was right. You are an amazing storyteller. <laughs> <laughs> and you have some terrifying <laughs> things that have happened to you. I'm glad they're not happening anymore, I guess, maybe? Yeah, same. I really felt like I was watching
2: a horror movie the entire time. And I was like, but this is real.
0: All of that
2: shit is
1: Real. I know. I've got like sweat and goosebumps right now from retelling it. I'm just like, i to have to go rinse off after this. <laughs> yeah.
2: Go detox. <laughs> well, we appreciate you reliving the trauma.
1: Yeah, no problem.
2: For the art. Do it for the art. Well, haunted loves, hopefully that was worth the wait. <laughs> I know. I'm scared. Several times over now between what happened to me last night and then after hearing Lindsay's story about John. Oh, my gosh, that was scary. Diana, do you think Lindsay no longer sees ghosts because her brain was trying to get rid of John? Huh? I don't
0: know. I just assumed it was kind of an aging thing. I don't think so, because it still happened when she was in college. True. True. Yeah.
2: Well, we'll have to see. Maybe we need to have Lindsay reopen that door so that she can figure out the crying wedding dress bloody lady. Yeah, we need to
0: know. (laughs) You need to make a TikTok apologizing to her.
2: Yeah, I think I
0: will. (laughs) Response video. (laughs) Sorry, ghost. You won't be able to view this comment because it happened through my freaking nose instead of through TikTok.
2: Yeah, I couldn't film what was happening last night because that would get taken down. It was terrifying.
0: I'm glad you were taking care of yourself medically instead of filming yourself bleeding all over your house. Yes. That's probably wise.
2: I'm not to that point yet. I do a lot of things for the art, but
0: I'm not at that point yet, at least. <laughs> and then you just like texted me some random text last night that had nothing to do with I'm bleeding all over the damn place. <laughs> really what did i text you things about taxes i think just our tax information <laughs> like when when do we need to have our taxes in fine <laughs> what
2: the hell yeah well you could see i was trying to take my mind off of the situation <laughs> <laughs> how do you take your mind off of the paranormal with the mundane <laughs> it was a really cheery
0: text about taxes too like
2: <laughs> so pick me up <laughs> I had no clue you were bleeding to death this whole time. Oh, I'm still alive, thankfully. I'm glad. Bloody wedding dress ghost lady, please help us know who you are in a non-harmful way so that we can help you (laughs) because clearly you need some help, but we would like to help you in any way we can. And to the other spirit that Lindsay talked about, I don't want him coming around.
0: Yeah, stay away. (laughs) I am just hoping that, even without tremendous amounts of bleeding, that you can have a spooky day.
2: Homespun haints is hosted by Becky Kielimnick and Diana Doty, and produced by Homespun haints Media LLC. Editing and music by Becky Kielimnick. Show notes by Diana Doty. If you have a ghost story and you'd like to be considered as a guest for this podcast, please visit our website at homespunheats.com slash submit.
0: Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, yeah. it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh?
1: Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook.
0: Got it. Go ahead, break it down Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook.
2: Deep in the bowels of Oklahoma exists a passageway that has remained locked for decades, untouched by mortals. We don't know why it was sealed nearly a century ago, but we are thirsting to find out. Do you have the same insatiable curiosity as us to see what lies beyond his threshold?
0: On September 24th, 2023, we will unveil the shadows together via livestream as we open the sealed passageway, slaking our thirst for arcane knowledge. And we want you to be there with us. Virtually, of course. This may be dangerous. We don't have liability insurance. Oh, my eye!
2: But what will we find? Is this passageway a sealed tomb, a hideaway for treasure, a portal into another dimension? Maybe it's
0: aliens. Even we won't know until September 24th, and you can be there to discover the secrets with us. I'm not scared. Visit homespunhaints.com slash basement to RSVP for this event and find out how you can participate in this interactive adventure with us. As
2: long as there's darkness to explore,
0: we shall remain its loyal devotees. RSVP now and immerse yourself in the abyss of the unknown that is
2: Diana's Diana's Basement. basement. (laughs) Visit homespunhaints.com slash basement.